nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And we are back and we are live! Welcome everyone, welcome, welcome. This is Pure West Radio and uh, I have a very special guest. We just had a bit of wham there with uh, the wonders of Edge of Heaven. We had Escobar with a reach and they also had Down with the Trumpets from the Rizzle Kings. But something far more important, something far more special. I have with me the wonderful Roz. I have uh, Roz Raymond here from Paul Satori. Welcome Roz, uh, thank you very much for spending time to join us here on this wonderful Facebook Live. Well, thank you, Stuart, for inviting me along. So, and thank you for the welcome. Yes, please. So, uh, so yeah. So, Paul's story, because of course, this is the wonders of the. Uh, it's the Hospice Care National Awareness Week. This is the final day of that. So, because I was wondering what on earth this yellow dress is all about in uh, Swan Square. As we go past the last week, and I finally find out, and I oh, wish I knew a bit sooner. But uh, I'll be very glad now. It's just a little bit more. Just to start off with, what exactly is Paul Satori? What does Paul Satori do? Oh well, Paul Satori Foundation provides end of care life oh, what am i saying um end of life care sorry in pembrokeshire um we've been organ uh, we've been running up now for nearly 40 years wow um it started with a vision from father Satori. it was his idea his vision to set this organization up sadly he contracted cancer and died at the, at the age of 39 but his vision motivated people. He was, a, he was an incredibly charismatic man. I remember seeing him downtown. I was not Catholic. I had no reason to know him or anything, but you, you did know him. And you see a lot of people around him. Um, he, was, he was very much a magnet uh, because of his charisma. And I think on the back of that, people then took his idea and they actually made it reality. And I think, you know, it's a tremendous tribute to all the volunteers who set this up. And now we are, here we are, knocking on the door of 40 years up and running, providing this end-of-life care in Pembrokeshire. So, yes, it's, it's incredible just hearing, because when I first heard about this, uh, when I first started on the radio uh, back in 2018, I wasn't too familiar with Post Radio, I knew about the, the shop in Swan Square, but I hadn't actually... <laughs> known all about the different pieces and as i found out more when you became uh when we helped you out with the go-karting events where we did the kapow yeah. events that was uh, a yeah. quite special just learning more and more but uh let's focus uh, on yourself actually so you are a trustee of um the of Paul Satori, and you apparently you've been helping out with this uh, for you've been uh, 15 years you've been uh, volunteering with this you've been helping on the board as well so how exactly did you uh, get involved with Paul Satori? what exactly led you to this point well actually i've been um helping out for a much longer than that. Um, oh <laughs> I, I blame my dear friend Gwyneth Evans who got me involved and this is going back to the late 1980s that she's an amazing lady um, and she has fundraised for just about every organisation in North Pembrokeshire I should think um, and she decided to do a coffee morning for Pulsatory and we'd met through floral art and we'd struck up a good relationship and We'd help each other out for whatever we were doing. And she'd say, oh, come along. Um, perhaps you can sell raffle tickets or do the tombola or give a vote of thanks or whatever it was. And he did. He, he never said no to Gwyneth. Um, and, and that's where it sort of started from. But 
when you went to these events, yeah, I was like you, didn't really know much about it, but then you'd meet somebody who'd actually had the services of Portatory. And when you hear this heartfelt, genuine gratitude from these people for what we were able to provide them with, my God, that was some motivation to carry on. Um, and as a result, well, Gwyneth became um, the shop manager. She opened the first shop in Fishguard. She then opened a second shop in Fishguard. And she's responsible for opening the one in, in uh, Letterston. And she's helped us move from Albany Terrace in, the, in Health West down to Bridge Street and so on. So she was very, very involved with the shop side of things as well. But she also, she wasn't content with that. She'd go and um, help organise some big events that we did. And she got me involved in doing this Go Yellow campaign. Yellow is the colour of the hospice, hence I'm, I'm still trying to wear so looking for something yellow in my wardrobe this month. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got, the only yellow I got is that bit there, maybe <laughs> back of knees, sadly, because uh, I'm, I'm scouring my, uh, my, my old wardrobe this morning to find something yellow. It's like, yeah. The best I could do is gold on my shirt and the yellow on the, uh, and the, yellow on the cat. So it's like, mm, I'll definitely have to invest in something yellow very, very soon, ready for, uh, ready for, tomorrow, ready for next week. But, you know, we, we did these events and, I mean, the Go Yellow campaign was really successful. We handed over £17,000 after it. Oh, wow. And that was back in 2002, 2003. Um, and then it was eight and a half days care. So it really brought you down to earth when you realised after all that effort, it just provided just over a week's care. Today, we need £3,000 a day every day to maintain our services. But Gwyneth went on, I, I mean, between her and me, and my other, um, well, she's a former trustee too, Megan Gwyneth, we did things like Rainbow Bazaar and Cocktails and Cannabis hosted at Vincent Davis, that was a lovely evening. Uh, Silver Mass Ball at the Pavilion and um, Willie Bush was another su successful evening. And we also held the inaugural event at the Cowshed at Kriglas when it opened in 2013. Um, open Gardens with Megan as well. You know, there's been a numerous, a lot of events, but Gwyneth's been the motivator behind it all. And I am absolutely thrilled to bits today to publicly congratulate this lady on being awarded the British Empire Medal in weekend's Queen's Honours. Yeah, I'm, I'm so thrilled. And I know one thing, so is the whole of the town of Fishguard. This is a very richly deserved accolade. Sissy, so, uh, so for those who are watching this live as well, let's get some hearts, let's give some thumbs up in the chat for Gwyneth, because to get the BEM and for all the fundraising that she's done and, and for yourself as well, that's just incredible stuff to hear, because... I've, I've, uh, I've only known fundraising, a lot of my stuff is from uh, video gaming, actually. So people are doing it with live on stream events and people donating it all across the world. But when I heard what Paul's story does with how much is needed to do the level of care mm. that you do per day, per week, per month, per year, it's stunning. You know, actually, jaw hit the floor is working out just how much, you know, how much money that is needed just to just one patient, not, you know, not two, not three, not four, just the one. Mm. So mm. that level of commitment to do it and to helping those here in the county specifically is yeah, just completely mind-boggling and it is something i'm very humbled by to hear just how much um volunteers like yourself do to help out because with paul story how much is it is volunt voluntary with those who work and fundraise how much sorry 
So uh, when it comes to those who work with Paul Story, is it all volunteers all the way through as well? No, we've now, we now um, have some paid staff in the office and I have to pay tribute to them because some of them have come up with some really imaginative and innovative ways to raise money through this COVID thing. Because obviously, now I'm, for my sins, I'm chair of fundraising, but of course, uh, COVID has curtailed our uh, events. We we had a lot of things planned and we've just had to say, no, we can't stage them. Um, I hope we're postponing them, not cancelling them completely, but there you go. Um, but the girls have come up with some ways and I will say, you know, a huge thank you to everybody who has supported any of those events that the girls have done uh, on live or on um, social media. Uh, it's it's been phenomenal and, oh gosh, much needed. But obviously Absolutely. this year we are, we know we're going to face a substantial loss. But when you know that people are still supporting us, um, you know, it's very encouraging. Yeah, because it's because uh, certainly with COVID, it's been a very difficult time for many charities over these yeah. last few months. Because you know we haven't been able to do the events, we haven't been able to do stuff like Kapow or the go karting event that uh, yeah. I've helped participate in previously. It's very much been a lot of stuff has been online, of course. So as you mentioned, with social media, with uh, live stream campaigns, a lot of people doing this stuff on Twitch and similar. So it is, uh, you know, we know we're in for a big time. So for those of you who want to help out the Paul story, how can they get involved? Oh, the best thing to do is to give a ring to the office and get in touch with either Sandra, Lisa, uh, Tony, if they want to do fundraising or whatever, please get in touch with them. Um, I'm hoping that before long we will be able to resurrect our fundraising committee. I mean, as I said to you, well, as you said, um, I'm one of a, a member of the board. Uh, we have a lot of skills on the board. There's medical and uh, expertise there. There's financial and accountancy skills, architectural skills. That came in very handy when we moved down to uh, our present uh, uh, postatory house. There's business insurance skills, human resources, public relations and media, all sorts of things that we're involved in. And, um, you know, we as a board, we meet well, when COVID came in, we changed our plans, of course, that upset everything. But we normally meet once a month, and then we have subcommittees that um, serve and feed into the board. So um, for my sins, I'm on audit and finance pay review, and as I said, I'm chair of fundraising, and on the volunteers reward and recognition committee. Um, I've served on human resources and retail and shops, and we've, we've also got a property committee, a strategy committee, and of course, the clinical governance. But it's the trustees' role to oversee and to scrutinise uh, proposals that come through us from our senior management team, and then also to ensure that there is sufficient funds to meet the needs of the organisation. And as I say, that means we are looking to find £3,000 a day, every day. And that is a challenge. I can imagine, because that's, it's, uh, it certainly is a big number. But uh, it, has, it has been achieved before with all the fundraising. And because uh, with the online events, how has it been with um, fundraising coming in from people? There's been people outside the county helping out as well, as it just been uh, us here in Pembrokeshire donating through. So we're basically looking after ourselves. Well, largely, look, this organisation has built, been built up on the generosity of the people of Pembrokeshire. There is no doubt about that. 
but we are trying our best to find a way to reach the other side of our borders to get some income in. And certainly that's happening with our e-commerce and eBay um, shop facilities. Um, but also, you know, when, the, when you're doing something through social media, anybody can join in. And this is where it has widened uh, our scope. And we are very grateful for anybody who wants to donate or give in any shape or form. That means that we have more resources to us. And I, I, I'm very grateful. And I know the board is very grateful for everybody who has supported us or have sponsored us or whatever. And certainly the other thing they can do if they want to go online, as I say, go to our website and you can donate that way if you wish to do so. Yes, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's brilliant. Just see, seeing, I, I never knew so much about this, but to hear all the stuff of this, knowing the three thousand pound a day mark, you no, know, just for care, that is stunning for that, and uh, to hear it's uh, the BEM as well for Gwyneth, that is very, very uh, uplifting as well. Especially, you know, yes. it's, not, it's been a very, it's been a very tough time for all of us here in the county with everything going on, and as much, especially yeah. with Horsatory as well. So. Uh, yeah, it's just fantastic. So uh, I'd like to say, Ros, thank you very much indeed for spending the time to come to us here in PS Radio through the power of Zoom to explain a bit more, to educate myself and many others who are tuning in. It's been an absolute pleasure. Anything else uh, you'd like to say just before we wrap up for this, before we pass the news? Well, I simply want to thank you and Pure West Radio and everybody who has sponsored us. Look, we are where we are today by the generosity of people who have backed us. Um, I am very, very grateful to everybody who does that. I am in awe of our nursing team because I think they do an incredible job. And I just like to thank everybody. There we are. Thank you very much, Ros. It's been an absolute pleasure. This is PS Radio. This was the interview with Ros Raymond uh, from Paul Satori as part of the, uh, make sure I get the, the name right here, the Hospice Care National Awareness Week. I've been trying to get my head around that for the last few days. So uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Ros. Uh, that is uh, the end of this call. Let's get some hearts and likes in the chat for Paul Satori, for Ros, and for Gwyneth as well. Thank you very much, guys. We'll catch you later on. All the best. Yeah, I think that's that. So fantastic. So, yeah, I think uh, yeah we're off. Uh, I think we're offline. So that is all.